0: Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to our latest installment of Rams Revealed. I'm your host, J.B. Long. The Los Angeles Rams are 3-5 and with one more road trip to make before their long-awaited bye week. The Green Bay Packers await at Lambeau Field. Our guest this week is a rookie edge. He's already earned an NFL Rookie of the Week honor in the National Football League. Byron Young is here for the first time. Byron, good to sit down with you. Thank you for some of your time. Thanks for having me. You know, I have to say, more so than any player who's been on this show before, I don't know a ton about you and there's not a lot about you out there like normally I spend a couple of hours reading and researching yeah you're kind of a mystery man and I like that for sure uh so whereas we would normally start with like okay hey let's review the last game or let's preview the Packers and we will I think we should start right from the beginning with your personal story if that's okay for sure let's make Rams reveal kind of like the uh (laughs) official biopic about Myron Young okay sounds good Where should we start Hemingway, South Carolina, Oh, Georgetown, 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 the official hometown, even though your bio listed differently. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Is that a small town? I mean, the last census I saw is like fewer than a thousand residents. Is it really that small? It's definitely small. Okay, And I saw that you were quoted as saying, you know, we are the families from the low country. Oh, yeah. What does that mean?
1: Uh, Just as we kind of like ducked off, you know, uh, in a country area, a lot of woods, um, not much city, you know, so a lot of people kind of forget about us, you know, like the low country, you know, not really that close to like, you know, a lot of big cities, so.
0: And your parents are still there? They're still there, yes. And where do you fall in the kind of sibling line? I'm the youngest. youngest youngest of 13. Of 13? Yeah. Wow. Okay, we're gonna have to get into some of that. Um, Were you always a football player growing up, or did you invest in some other activities.
1: I was always like an athlete. Um, I always wanted to play football. My dad used to make this bet was that um, we was like in the first grade, it was like a half court shot. So imagine me in the first grade, got to make that shot. So he said, say, if you make this shot, I'd take you to football practice. And we never made a shot till we were like in a third, fourth grade. Well, we never made a shot. Actually, he just took us uh, to the practice. But yeah, he always just used to do that because he knew we wouldn't make the shot. But um, I just that, I, I felt like that was his way of saying, you know, he felt like we was too young to play football. You know, so
0: was there a sport that he was leading you to? Did he have a favorite? Uh,
1: no, he he was a basketball player, um, but not really. You know, he was a carpenter. So,
0: God, and are you the best athlete of the thirteen children?
1: The best athlete, um, I. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, um, it's, I'm going to say no. Uh, it's one of my brothers that he's really uh, talented and definitely a better athlete than me.
0: You want to name him, give him a shout out? Uh,
1: Bernie Young. Okay. Uh, I call him my twin brother. Uh, we grew up together, so
0: he was always part of the best athlete in the family. You know. All right, so whether or not you ever made the half court shot, you do eventually get to play in yeah. high school football, right? Carver's Bay High School? Yes, sir. What kind of player were you? What type of squad did you have?
1: Uh, type of player? I was... Um, I was always like the fastest player on the team. Um, Originally, probably running back. I was running back, but um, they loved me at defense. So I was kind of like, I returned kicks and I was the defense end. So I was, you know, uh, one of the, you know, I'd say more talented guys on the team. Um, I ran track, you know, ran a four by one. It was the second leg. So I was like one of the,
0: you know, athletic guys on the team. That being said, it sounds like your high school loved you. How come the colleges didn't love you? Did they just Uh, not know about you?
1: Yeah, I say that and just, you know, coming out, I didn't, I was a non-qualifier. So I had to work my way back, you know, uh, to get attention. But, you know, just like I say, we low country anyway. So it's like, uh, we didn't get a lot of recognition, Mm -hmm. you know, um, a lot of schools, you know, colleges really didn't know about us, but they came through there, you know, from time to time, but, you know, it's still kind of underground,
0: so. So Byron, were you high school class of 19? Uh, 17. Of 17. Yeah. Okay, so you moved from your, your native city to the Georgia, Columbus, Georgia area, yes. I read. Is Columbus, that correct? Georgia. What precipitated that move?
1: Uh, so uh, my dad, he got this thing to where like, you know, um, as a young man, after we graduate, he felt like, you know, we should see the world, you know, mm-hmm. uh, while being under your parents' roof. So he, you know, um, I moved out in August, to go live with my brother. Um, at the time, I had four brothers down there and two sisters, so uh, a few nephews, so I moved down there, um, just started working, you know.
0: I have read a little bit about your work experience. Dollar General is the yeah. one that it kind of appears in some press clippings, mm-hmm. but like, give us your resume. Like, okay, so you, you leave your home, yeah, you leave school, you're going to go start earning some wages. Yeah. What'd you learn about yourself and what kind of jobs did you have?
1: Um, moved to Columbus, Georgia, and, um, I was just happy to be there cause it was the city and it was everything close by the mall. And I really never been to the mall when I was younger cause it was so far away and, um, you know, I was ready to get my first job, got my first job at Burger King. Um, I loved the job just because like, you know, I was working and getting paid and I just, I loved that. So I, I cherished that type of job and I was working there and then, um, uh, got part-time at Dollar General, um. Uh, then my manager had offered me a position and said, you know, you could just work here full time. I just, you know, up your pay and give you this position, you know, so I left Burger King and started working at Dollar General full time.
0: So, I mean, you go from high school in 17, these are what, like the 18, 19, 20 years. Is football even on your radar for a while there?
1: Um, it, it was, it, it was, I, you know, I stayed working out, but it was just like one of them things, like I didn't really know where to start and I, you know, I took community, uh, some uh, classes at community college, okay. but, you know, it really, I was trying to just see, you know, I didn't know where to go, you know, so.
0: But preparing yourself for a potential college opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I guess, came in 2020, if I have the timeline right, with the tryout at Georgia Military College? Uh, 2019. 2019. Yeah. Okay, so leading into that 20 season. Yeah. How did that come to pass? Like, what made you decide, I'm going to give this a go?
1: Um, it was just like one of them things, when I work at Dollar General it was like, um, it just wasn't a job for me, you know, and if I, if I got a job I'm gonna do it, you know, no matter what it is. Um, but I just felt like I, I could have been doing more with my life, either playing football or in college getting a degree. So I just wanted more for myself and it was an opportunity to where like I couldn't lose, you know, mm-hmm. so I, at the end goal I would have get a degree if I, you know, weren't playing football. So that's why, I, that, that's what really made me make that move.
0: If you could take yourself back in time, are you making that decision more for the chance to chase a football dream or more for the opportunity to prepare yourself for better professional fortunes?
1: Prepare myself, you know, for life. Cause honestly, it was just like, I wanted, like I said, I wanted better for myself and my family. So um, growing up, I always was a hard worker. And mm-hmm. I knew that I knew my talents, you know, could take me somewhere, but I didn't know where, you know, so I'm good at a lot of things. I just felt like that wasn't the things that I could have, you know, helped myself at
0: so I went to college you know it must have felt good to be reminded that you had some juice on the field though I oh, mean yeah. that season must have proved something to you and to the SEC eventually
1: oh we was 2019 or
0: no just the opportunity to go back to playing organized football like oh, yeah. whether or not you saw yourself as a professional you must mm-hmm. have had some good outcomes to draw the interest of a school like Tennessee
1: oh yeah for sure I just feel like um my mindset you know going into their that junior college and me being an older guy, I didn't take nothing for granted, you know, um, I definitely cherished every moment, you know, versus the other guys. And I feel like that was kind of separated me from other guys, you know, I definitely was really hungry. all ready to leave and, you know, I knew I could have played, you know, a power five, you know, playing power five level. So that really inspired me to, you know, go, go for my dream.
0: So you sense that like maybe an added maturity from the experiences that you had, the extra years, the work experience when you did kind of arrive in a big time football facility?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I definitely seen that Um, because like versus me, I don't have that much time. I knew that, I knew max, I had a two years to play in college, you know, even though I had a third year, but I knew, you know, a a 17 year old coming in, 18 year old, they could be there forever, you know? I couldn't do that. You know, I, I had to play now and leave, you know, even if I didn't want to, I had to, I had to, I had to leave. I couldn't leave college 26 years old. You know, that, that wouldn't really look too good. So I just, you know, I gave everything I had
0: and. I mean, the urgency showed in the way you played for the Vols. You started under Jeremy Pruitt right first? No. Well, or was it hypo by then?
1: I, I started under Josh Hyper but um, he recruited me, Jeremy Pruitt. Got he it. recruited me and before I got there, um, the staff got terminated, so I never met them.
0: So you're kind of committed to a new frontier, right? And then there's a little turmoil at the top, but you settle right in. And next thing you know, you're starting in the SEC, dominating in a game like at LSU, one of the biggest settings in college football. At yeah. no point were you kind of like, wow, look how far I've come. Oh yeah,
1: I always have those moments when, um, you know, they sing in the national anthem, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely have those moments and just think about that, you know, uh, I do it before every game know because you know, cause, you know I, I can't forget where i came from you know and sure. you know that's a huge part of my journey so i remember that because i know i don't want to go back there you know not saying it's the worst thing in the world but i worked too hard to mm-hmm. go backwards you know
0: before we get to some pre-draft stuff i've been to Nealon stadium it's like one of the steepest upper decks i've ever been yeah. to like you play down on the field did you ever even go up there
1: i, ne- I never went up there um i wanted to but um it's, it's definitely really high. It's steep. a terrific
0: environment yeah. for a college football game, isn't for it? For sure, Oh yeah.
1: Definitely is.
0: The whole tailgate setting and everything all the way through kickoff. All right, so eventually you get all SEC honors. You get a Senior Bowl invite. Some things are starting to click into place for you. You go crush the combine. Mm-hmm. That must have been a moment where you're like, hey, I'm going to make some money doing this. Like, I'm going to be a pro.
1: Yeah, I was – I mean, yeah, I was kind of disappointed with the combine. You're kidding. Yeah, I just I, – you know, I just – Preparing for the combo, I, I was really doing really good, and I went out there and I felt like I didn't, you know, perform how I wanted to, you know. But I know it, I know it's good numbers, but I definitely was doing really
0: good and um, while I was preparing for it. You know? Interesting. So, for the benefit of our audience, you ran four four three. That was the second best time of an edge. You were the tops in the broad jump, top five in the three cone, and the vertical. And you're saying that those measurables don't even really reflect how well you were performing at that stage of the spring? Yeah,
1: it really don't. Um, I felt like I kind of, the moment was getting to me a little bit, especially with my first run. Um, Still great numbers, but I definitely was disappointed because I, you know, for months I was, you know, timing really well, a lot better, jumping better. And, you know, just when I did, I feel like I did, you know, I did good. You know, but you know, I, I know my, I know myself, so
0: Well then how did seventy seven in the draft strike you? Were you hoping for even higher than that?
1: Oh no, I was, I was blessed for that. Okay. Honestly, I was just in 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 this that setting, you know, versus the compound, you yeah, the combine, I wanted numbers, but the draft I just wanted to get off the board. You know, I honestly was I just wanted to get drafted. You know, I'm a twenty five year old rookie, so it was like, you know, just seeing a guy twenty five years old trying to get to the get drafted is not likely. So I was just thankful to get drafted, you know, I, I'll, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't need too much. You know, I was just okay with getting off the board.
0: What do you remember about getting that call?
1: Um, It was hard. I, you know, it was, it was one part. A lot of people don't know. So, uh, you know, it's another Byron Young that went to the Raiders. Um, So I was sitting there, right. And, th- you know, when I first met this guy, I knew one day this would happen, And I was, you know, it was like, okay, whatever. So me and him come out at the same time. I'm sitting down. And my agent takes me and said, "Congratulations!" You know, i like, "What? You got?" He said, "You got to drive to the Raiders." I'm getting happy, and um, and he said, "Oh, never mind. They text the wrong agent." So I'm I'm upset right now, and the Raiders about to pop up, and my family don't know that. So I'm sitting there, and uh, they they about to say that they about to say his name. So I said, "Should I turn off the TV for like three minutes, or you know, just go ahead and take this?" Because I knew the day would have come. So I'm sitting there, and they just said, "You know, the Raiders drafted Byron Young." My family started cheering. And I'm just sitting there just hurt and I was like, That's not me, that's not me and um, you know, that you know, I had a a hard pill to swallow, you know, so I you know, I took that and I was upset, but you know, I was just thankful that, you know, the rounds was right for me. So, you know, I uh good things happen to the people that wait. So I knew God had a plan for me
0: and I'm here now, so I'm happy for The that. other Byron was 70th overall. I Actually, yeah. we have a closing segment here called Three and Out where I was going to ask one of my questions, final yeah. three questions. Have you ever met him?
1: Yeah, we trained together at EXO before the draft.
0: Okay. Yeah. So he was 70, you were 77, but you believe it was meant to be. You get to be with the Rams that had a chance for you really to grow on the edge of this defense. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how would you evaluate your rookie season to date? If you're being self-critical. Um
1: honestly i feel like um i feel like i'm doing uh doing okay mm-hmm. you know uh you know when i watch my tape and watch myself you could tell that you know i'm a rookie you know and it's a lot for me to learn you know i i feel like some people might think i'm doing good but you know for me just having you know a type of a type of standard for myself i feel like i definitely got a lot of pr- improving to do and a lot to learn about the game and uh routine preparation, you know, learning from guys on the team already. So, um, I got in mind what I want it to look like and at the end of the season, but I definitely I'm nowhere near there hmm. and I'm still working, you know. Um, but I say as of now I'm doing okay, you know. Um, um I feel like I'm not doing terrible, but I feel like I'm not doing, you know, uh you know, I say I'm not doing that great, you know, but I'm not doing terrible. So that's all that matters. I'm still improving.
0: Let me sing your praises a little bit. You're top 25 in the league in total pressures. You've already been honored as an NFL rookie of the week for your performance against the Arizona Cardinals. What was it like to see that Pepsi belt and to share it with Puka throughout the first couple of months of this season?
1: Uh, it was amazing. Honestly, I, I didn't expect to win. Um, you know, I, I feel like I had a, a good game against Arizona, but you know, the guys that was, um, I was going against um, for the rookie um, belt. It was, you know, a lot of good guys in there, you know, so I was just like, man, you know, I'd I be thankful. I'm just thankful to be a nominee, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but Puka bring me the belt, you know, Puka, Puka win it three times, you know, so, you know, it was amazing, you know, to have him there and, you know, just the type of guy he is and, you know, just uh, hyping me up while I get the belt, you know, that, that was really, you know, it was, it was really heartwarming, you know.
0: I think we can get a third ramped rookie to win it. I would love it if they gave like a lineman some serious consideration. Definitely. Like could a Steve or a Steve, Kobe get a fair shot? You
1: know, Steve, I, I'm definitely surprised he haven't won it yet. Um, and Kobe, yeah, I'm surprised Kobe didn't win it. Um, you know, but you know, it, it'd be kind of hard sometimes go on playing the next at Puka. So, <laughs> you know, Puka would be just stealing them every week. So toughest competition tough, Toughest competition, you know, uh, but you know, I, I definitely feel like Kobe or Steve is, you know, definitely about to win one.
0: You know, you've mentioned your age a couple of times and I'll note that you're like the same age as like a Fuller or Durant, some like upperclassmen on this team. Yeah. So I'm sure you bonded with some rookies, but do you also kind of fit right in with like, you know, the middle tier of this this organization in terms of guys who have been here longer and are your age?
1: Uh, definitely. It's crazy that you said Jordan Fuller, cause he was one of the main ones that I kind of connected with because, um, him being here for, you know, about four years and I'm talking to him and asking him for advice and OTAs. So I really connected with him, you know, him being a captain on a team, it was easy to talk to him, but yeah, definitely connected with, you know, Michael Hoyt, you know, uh, Kobe Durant, like you said, um, even Ernest, uh, Ernest Jones, not that old, but he, you know,
0: I still connected with him a lot. So, you know, one of the older guys. Uh, What was your reaction and the team's reaction really flying home from Dallas? Because you had been competitive in every game until week eight, that was kind of the outlier. Mm -hmm. How are you and how are the Rams handling that one?
1: Uh, You know, it was a tough loss. You know, every time we, you know, lose a game is, you know, never a great feeling, you know, bad taste in our our mouth and bad feeling in our stomach. But, you know, um, today we had meetings about it and, you know, just gotta, you know, have better week this week and go out and, you know, play better ball. You know, uh, it's never a good feeling on a plane ride home, you know, flying about two, two and a half hours back home and never a good feeling, you know, at the loss. So, you know, just, you know, just gotta put that behind us. Don't let them beat us twice and, you know, go from there.
0: You know, Byron, I wonder if we could go back and tell like a 10 year old you or a 15 year old you or even a 20 year old Byron Young, you're gonna go to Lambeau Field and start against the green bay packers this week yeah how would that have struck you
1: um i'd really be you know uh surprised and you know uh excited you know that's a legendary feel you know and you know younger me wouldn't know what to think you know it was just you know it'd be so you know so real you know so just an amazing opportunity
0: can't wait for uh, the rams to get there and take a swing at the packers it's a really important contest before your bye week all right you've already stolen my thunder in a very good way with our closing segment yeah. we call three and out three final questions we'll trim it to two because you've already talked about uh the other yeah. young, <laughs> uh here in the national football league but the bid is you, you finish this way and i'll make a donation to the Ellie rams foundation on your behalf sound good yes sir all right so you do get to wear the number zero in your rookie campaign, right? Yes, the NFL sir. kind of moved some rules around to allow for that defensive players to, to wear that number on the edge. Why do you like that number? And and also like, do you have a nickname? Some have called you BY or agent zero, like yeah. what can we call you for the rest of your rookie season?
1: Um, so, you know, the, the the zero is basically, you know, behind my, my story is a testimony to that, you know, um, coming out, I had zero, um, zero support really not not saying from my family but like from people that you know outsiders and you know teams you know I really didn't have no type of help you know and um I had to do everything on my own you know zero people supported me so um, I wear that zero for that you know and it was like for my age and taking two years off the percent the, the chances of me even being right here where I'm at right now is is like a zero percent chance and um that's that's why I wear the number zero. I won it in college, um, but they gave it to somebody else, so that kinda hurt me. But yeah, um that's the reason I wear number zero, you know, um, to remind myself of where I came from and it wasn't easy and who all was there, you know. Um and I'm gonna keep wearing it, you know, hopefully. And um nickname wise, everybody call me BY. BY. Um and Coach Raw called me Agent Zero. So, you know, that's kinda cool, you know. It just referring to me said, yeah, Agent Zero, that's how you're going to do it. So that's kind of cool.
0: But 0% chance, zero offers, very little support outside of your family. It fits, huh? Did you for have sure. to fight anyone for Zero here in the Rams facility? Did anyone else want it as badly as you did? I
1: don't know because, you know, I got to – I asked them about the number. Um, the funny thing about it, I called – the day after I got drafted, I was talking to uh, my position coach, Coach Joe. And I was like, yeah, so about the numbers – yeah, he was like, yeah, I don't really handle that. And so he was, then um, Jock called me, um, and he was like, you know, asking me about the numbers, and I said, I want number zero. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know number six is open, right? And I was like, yeah, you know, but, you know, I, I want zero." zero. So.
0: It uh, fits with your story so well. I hope you wear it for the rest of your career. looks good on you too. I appreciate it. Uh, final question. Uh, anyone who's been to Tennessee or seen the Vols play or heard the song Rocky Top? knows that that thing gets stuck in your head right yeah forever yeah what are your true feelings about Rocky Top
1: you know I I love the song but it just like playing at Tennessee for two years and oh man you hear it everywhere so everywhere. it's like um it it gets pretty you know you know just a little bit you know you know to, to the point where like it's a little irritating but I mean I love it but I hear it way too much and um the funny thing about i had to do like a fashion show for uh for like a charity Mm -hmm. and they i was had had to like walk out and they played a song i'm like they played the a song. This is that like, yeah? Byron Young came from Tennessee, and they you just hear the song playing. Everybody else got other songs. They got regular songs. I just had that song, so I was like, okay, I guess you know this is what comes with it. So
0: you do rep the balls, though. I saw you boarding the plane the For other sure. day. For sure, always. You're Tennessee
1: orange. I'm always rep them. That's where it started. At, and they're the first team that you know took a chance on me. So got to.
0: Well, I'm glad we got to know you a little bit. Got to iron out some of the details of your story. It helps me. It helps Rams fans, I think, appreciate all the success you're having here in 2023, your first as a pro. We wish him many more, okay? Thank you. For Agent Zero, BY, Byron <laughs> Young on the edge for your Los Angeles Rams. I'm JB Long. Rams and Packers this week at Lambeau going into their bye. Thank you, as always, for joining us for Rams Review.